Today in business from Wired. The Science of Scaling, hosted by Mark Roberge, is brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. Each week, Mark Roberge, founding CRO at HubSpot CRO, senior lecturer at Harvard Business School and co-founder of Stage 2 Capital, sits down with the most successful sales leaders in tech to learn the secrets, strategies, and tactics to scaling your company's growth. I like the episode with the founder of Aircall on how to go from handling your own sales to scaling a sales team. It has great advice for entrepreneurs. Listen to The Science of Scaling wherever you get your podcasts. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Today in business from Wired. Florida's new social media law will be laughed out of court. The Stop Social Media Censorship Act almost certainly violates both the U.S. Constitution and Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act by Gilad Edelman. Florida's new social media legislation is a double landmark. It's the first state law regulating online content moderation, and it will almost certainly become the first such law to be struck down in court. On Monday, Governor Ron DeSantis signed into law the Stop Social Media Censorship Act, which greatly limits large social media platforms' ability to moderate or restrict user content. The bill is a legislative distillation of Republican anger over recent episodes of supposed anti-conservative bias, like Twitter and Facebook shutting down Donald Trump's account and suppressing the spread of the infamous New York Post Hunter Biden story. Most notably, it imposes heavy fines up to $250,000 per day on any platform that deactivates the account of a candidate for political office, and it prohibits platforms from taking action against journalistic enterprises. It's very hard to imagine any of these provisions ever being enforced, however. This is so obviously unconstitutional, you wouldn't even put it on an exam, says A. Michael Frumkin, a law professor at the University of Miami. Under well-established Supreme Court precedent, the First Amendment prohibits private entities from being forced to publish or broadcast someone else's speech. Prohibiting deplatforming of political candidates would likely be construed as an unconstitutional must-carry provision. This law looks like a political freebie, Frumkin said. You get to pander, and nothing bad happens because there's no chance this will survive in court. The governor's office didn't respond to a request for comment. The Constitution isn't the only problem for the new law. It also conflicts with Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act, a federal law that generally holds online platforms immune from liability over their content moderation decisions. Section 230 has become an object of resentment on both sides of the political aisle, but for different reasons. Liberals tend to think the law lets online platforms get away with leaving too much harmful material up. Conservative critics, on the other hand, argue that it lets them get away with taking too much stuff down, and worse, that it allows them to censor conservatives under the guise of content moderation. Regardless of the merits of these critiques, the fact is that Section 230 remains in effect. And like many federal statutes, it explicitly preempts any state law that conflicts with it.
That's likely to make any attempt to enforce the Stop Social Media Censorship Act an expensive waste of time. Suppose a candidate for office in Florida repeatedly posts statements that violate Facebook's policies against vaccine misinformation or racism, and Facebook bans their account. Like, say, Laura Loomer, a self-described proud Islamophobe who ran for Congress last year in Florida after being banned from Facebook and many other platforms. If she sues under the new law, she will be seeking to hold Facebook liable for a decision to remove user content. But Section 30 says that platforms are free to restrict access to or availability of material as long as they do so in good faith. Facebook and Twitter declined to comment on whether they plan to comply with the Florida law or fight it in court. YouTube didn't respond to a request for comment. Section 230 will probably preempt other aspects of the Florida law that are less politically controversial than the prohibition on deplatforming politicians. For example, the Florida statute requires platforms to set up elaborate due process rights for users, including giving them detailed information about why a certain piece of content was taken down, and to let users opt into a strictly chronological news feed with no algorithmic curation. Both of these ideas have common-sense appeal among tech reformers across the political spectrum, and versions of them are included in proposed federal legislation. But enforcing those provisions as part of a state law in court would most likely run afoul of Section 230, because it would boil down to holding a platform liable for hosting, or not hosting, a piece of user-generated content. Florida's legislature has no power to change that. Let's say someone thinks Section 230 is a terrible law and allows all these companies to do terrible things. Then the avenue is to change federal law, said John Bergmeier, a legal director at Public Knowledge, a D.C. tech policy think tank. I'm sorry, but this is just a messaging bill. Inveighing against censorship and the alleged anti-conservative bias of big tech has become a reliable talking point for ambitious Republican politicians. DeSantis is widely seen as a rising star in the Trump-era GOP and a contender for the 2024 Republican presidential nomination should Trump not run. Florida's new social media law could be a nice little bullet point on his resume. Ultimately, though, it's just another piece of content. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more business news at wired.com business. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.